Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800 That's 800-223-0992. Welcome to the show, Discreet Soccer, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. I'm Nick, not Dan Patrick Gieber, and he is Kartik, not Dan, pa- not Dan Patrick Krishnaya. Kartik, what do we have on the agenda today? Women's World Cup, lots of action uh, in the Netherlands-Sweden game. Obviously, the U.S.-England fallout continues from that semifinal. Copa America, Brazil beats Argentina kind of predictably, but still it's Brazil-Argentina. It's the biggest rivalry on earth in international football. And then we're going to be talking to Matt Pickens from Nashville SC about Nashville SC, about their move to MLS. They're in USL currently. And, of course, uh, tonight's Gold Cup semifinal between the U.S. and Jamaica. Boy, be still my heart, Kartik. U.S.-Jamaica, the big match. Of course, (laughs) the Women's World Cup semifinal, the second one, uh, the Sweden-Holland. We'll talk about that a little bit. And, of course, we will continue to discuss the fallout from uh, the United States victory over England and their attendance at, what is it, a fourth straight World Cup final, something ludicrous like that? Yeah, three straight now. Three, yeah. Uh, It is crazy. It is crazy. And, of course, the English press going absolutely batty about uh, England's departure at the semi-final stage yet again. Of course, there are loads of transfers and transfer rumors and players are starting to move. And, yes, Daniel Levy has apparently decided that he will pull out the wallet and spend a little bit of money. There are are players coming into Tottenham Hotspur. We do have so much to talk about about the transfer market. We will get to that next week. I promise you, our listeners will be back onto European football next week. We'll be back onto the big leagues of the world next week as the transfer market starts to get hot and heavy. But, you know, I think a lot of these uh, transfers, Kartik, have maybe been held back with, you know, Copa America, Gold Cup, Women's World Cup, as the attention of the world has sort of been focused elsewhere. Yeah, I think that what we've seen is transfers held until the first week of July, which is what used to happen, Nick. And then all of a sudden, in the last few summers, it went daddy in May. That's right. Well, that's what we're talking about today, Fifth Street Soccer. Find us on Twitter. We're at Fifth Street Sports. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. Really a lot to get to today. And by the way, big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. And if you're listening on one of our digital channels, whether that's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or the award-winning SiriusXM app, we welcome you to the show. Right. We'll be right back after this. 
wait for Black Friday in November when Dell's Black Friday in July is on right now and it's our biggest one ever. Score incredible deals including up to $400 off the very latest Dell and Alienware computers including laptops with Intel Core processors. Plus, get free shipping on everything. And don't miss out on an amazing selection of electronics and accessories like Bose headphones. Just call 800 by dell or visit dell.com slash Black Friday. That's 800 by dell for massive deals today. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. Losing hair sucks, and two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. I'm part of that two out of three. I'm glad I found Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair that you already have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to obtain. How easy? All it takes is a five-minute sign-up. You have to answer a few simple questions and snap some photos to complete your online doctor consultation. And fear not, a licensed physician will review your information online and recommend the right treatment for you, and then it's shipped right to your door every three months. And Keeps treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. And did I mention, it starts at only $10 a month. So if you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you need to do is wait to see a doctor. With Keeps, there's finally a way to get the help you need when you need it. For a limited time, receive your first month of treatment for free. Go to Keeps.com speed. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash speed. Are your carpets filled with memories, odors, and a few other things? The Home Depot makes replacing that carpet easy with more styles and colors to choose from. Right now with free installation on any purchase of $5.99 or more. All by licensed local pros backed for life. Today is the day for doing and saving with free carpet installation. Only at the Home Depot. More saving. More doing. For a limited time, $5.99 minimum purchase required, typically $6.99. License information, visit homedepot.com slash license numbers. Valid through August 28, 2019. All right, well, once again, the questions surrounding Lionel Messi's legacy, and of course he's still playing, so his legacy hasn't fully been written yet, but we are approaching the tail end of the great one's career once again questions surrounding Lionel Messi's legacy uh, are front and center after Argentina are bounced out of the Copa America by Brazil now in fairness this was in Brazil and uh, as I speak to some friends of mine in Buenos Aires there was no great expectation that Argentina were going to win this iteration of the Copa America precisely because it was in Brazil and the usual ex- excuses nothing's going to go our way and this that and the other but but next year it'll be in Argentina so there is a hankering for revenge 
And maybe when we talk about Lionel Messi, we need to talk about him after next year. But having said that, by the way, welcome back to the show. Fifth Street Soccer, Nick, not Dan Patrick Gieber, along with Kartik, not Dan Patrick Krishnaya. Uh, great to be with you. Uh, Kartik, you know, a, an, an Argentina team that, that is fairly loaded with quality players. I mean, not just Lionel Messi. You've got you've got Dybala came on. You've got... Um, uh, a, a small somebody who is known to play every now and then with Manchester City on the team, uh, a guy who's notably can score last-second goals to win the Premier League, Aguero, but a great team stacked with excellent players and just not getting it done. I suppose this is as good a time as any to talk about Lionel Messi's legacy. What do you think? Yeah, Di Maria and Higuain also. Oh, not of course, to yes. Two others. Yeah, I... I, I uh, I think Messi's legacy is that of an artistic, wonderful player who fit in beautifully in Barcelona's system around other great players, um, around the Javis and the Iniestas, and then eventually the Luis Suarez's of the world. Um, but is he the greatest player of all time, as many claim, and, and get very indignant if you if you argue otherwise? No, not for me, because I think, one, that Barcelona team, uh, to me, Xavi was every bit as influential as Messi. Now, mm. granted, once Javi began to fade and Iniesta began to fade, Messi still, uh, but he was significantly younger than them, right, was still able to right. to maintain his level and, and, and work with Suarez and, and, and Neymar uh, when Neymar was there. Um, but And then with Argentina, let's talk about uh, these, these repeated tournament failures, uh, getting to the finals of, um, of, of World Cup not being able to score a goal in that final against Germany, getting to a final against Chile in the Copa America, not being able to score a goal in that final, uh, letting it go to penalty kick. Same thing the next time they play Chile. And now um, Brazil, okay, they got to a final. Not scoring a goal in the semifinal against Brazil, yeah. Right, And and then going back to 2007 when Messi was beginning to come of age, not scoring a goal against Brazil in that Copa America final, that 3-0 loss in Venezuela, which, by the way, was not Brazil's uh, full A-team. There were a lot of guys. Uh, Dunga was experimenting in that Copa, and they ended up winning it. So um, Messi's career with Argentina has been one of um, letdowns on the biggest occasions in the biggest tournaments. That having been said, both in 2010 and 2018, they probably don't get to the World Cup without Lionel Messi in qualifying. So they would have missed two World Cups. Argentina never misses World Cups. Uh, So I think he was a guy that got Argentina to a certain level, um, but was not able to close the deal the way Maradona had, or Mario Kempis had, uh, to name two Argentine players of the past. And and at the club level... Again, Messi has been with a gifted team. You know, who knows what would have happened if he'd been thrown on those Napoli teams that Maradona played for. But it is well, irrefutable that Maradona made that team, right? He, that that club may have not even been in the first division without him. Well, look, I mean, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that in a second. But, but let's get back to, to Messi for a minute. Look, Messi is a wonderful player. He is one of the greatest players ever to play the game. Of that, there's no denying. His skill is second to none. The guy can dribble past 15 people in a phone booth, crammed into a phone booth, and none of them will know that he's gone by him. He's that good. But having said that, the point that you bring up is absolutely spot on. 
you have to look at who the players are surrounded with, who's around them when they reach the height of, you know, success. And Barcelona is stacked with incredible players. Argentina as a national team is stacked with great players. Yet he hasn't managed to get it done for the club, for, for country. Look, George Best is considered by many people to be one of the greatest of all time. But, you know, he never played. He, he never had a, a, a big national. He never had a. He, he, but because he, he, he never appeared on the World Cup stage. I'm sorry, I'm doing five things here as I'm talking. That's what's hard when you have Twitter out there, Gartic. Uh, because he uh, never appeared uh, on, the, uh, on the World Cup stage, you know, people don't consider him one of the greatest of all times. Why are we considering Messi in that, in that pantheon of greats when he hasn't got it done? Look, take a look at the team that Maradona won the World Cup with. And, and let's just look at these a minute. Uh, obviously, Ozzy Ardiles was on that team. Uh, Barbas, Bertoni, Calderon, Diaz, Galvan, Kem- uh, Mario Kempis, um, Passarella, Pompido, Tar- but you know none of these were like you know this is the '82 team, by the way. Uh, none of these are particularly world beaters. Look at the people he had on him around around him uh, when he was at uh, at Napoli. I mean, they were just, I mean, these weren't incredible superstars. And of course, you know, Italy went on to win that 82 World Cup. But let's not forget who was in. Of course, that was the era of the great Brazilian teams as well, right? With Socrates and Zico and Junior and all these fabulous players. Um, But uh, look, uh, you know, it's, it's a wonderful debate to have. But in light of Copa America today, in light of the fact that Argentina uh, has been knocked out by Brazil and Messi still hasn't done what Cristiano Ronaldo has done with Portugal, which is win tournaments. And by the way, right. <laughs> Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo has won five Champions League. Messi's won three. I don't know, Kartik. I I think it's kind of a silly argument because they're all incredible players. But my money, my money is still on Diego Maradona. Yeah, mine is too. Again, your Napoli point is really well taken. And I think one of the things that um, bothers me about this discussion is we are uh, wowed by Messi's dribbling skills and his ability to score timely goals for Barcelona. And um, he is one of the greatest players of all time. But there is a difference. There is just there, – there are these slight intangibles that make, for me, um, uh, both Maradona and Cristiano Ronaldo better. Now, Pelé, I never watched, so I can't judge that. Let me hold you there for a second because I think you have to put Pelé in a separate era. Pele did not yeah. play in the modern era of football. Maradona really started, that was the start of the modern era of football, let's yeah. just say, late 70s, early 80s, uh, on to today where the, we're on the era of the super athlete. But, but go ahead. 
Yeah, so I agree with you on that, and I, I would make a similar shout about Ryan Giggs, right? I know you don't want to hear it as a Liverpool fan, but uh, he won everything there was to win in the game, but because Wales never qualified for a major yeah. tournament uh, with him, and then started qualifying for major tournaments after he retired, right? I mean, they got to right. the semifinals of the Euros. Um, we don't think of Ryan Giggs the way we might have if he had had more international success. Yeah, no, right. I mean, that's uh, that's it. That, that, that's right. But, I mean, look... <laughs> What Maradona did against England in 1986, and you know, everyone talks about the hand of God, right? But no one talks about one of the greatest goals ever scored in the World Cup, where he single-handedly dribbled by every single English player and put the ball in the back of the net. I mean, to do it in the way that he did, um, just incredible. But look, it's a wonderful debate. It's a debate the sports fans love to have. There is no right answer. There are only opinions. All right. We, when we come back, uh, let's talk a little Women's World Cup. Uh, Nick, not Dan Patrick. Gieber, along with Kartik, not Dan Patrick. Krishnaya, we'll be right back after this. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. 
So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Here on the Sports Mile and Broadcast Network and Sirius XM211, Dan Patrick Sports. I'm Nick, not Dan Patrick Gieber, along with Kartik, not Dan Patrick Krishnaya today. Uh, you can find us, as always, here every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, Monday through Friday, for your personal edification. We talk the beautiful game weeknights here on all these channels. By the way, if you're listening on iHeart, tune in, or the award-winning Sirius XM app, we welcome you to the show so many ways to listen now Kartik. i mean in the old days you had to have the radio and you had to tune it and then, then satellite radio and and now good lord it's apps and it's zaps and it's faps and it's you can stick a you know you can basically take a coat hanger hold it out the window wet your finger you know put it in yep. the wind and pick us up i don't know by semaphore smoke signal we're everywhere Kartik. this is the most widely distributed soccer show in america Yep, and we, you, wherever we uh, you listen to to radio or podcasts, you'll find us everywhere. That's right. We're like a, we're like a bad rash or a disease. You just can't get rid of us, no matter what, no matter how hard you try. And believe me, many people try. All right, let's get to it. Uh, let's talk Women's World Cup. Uh, uh, Sweden, uh, Holland. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, it was really a toss up anyway, Kartik, because n- neither of those teams going to beat the U.S. regardless, regardless of who. Yeah, won. I mean. Right. I, I mean, I think obviously the U.S. historically has had trouble with Sweden, uh, but maybe they got over that hump in the group stage uh, this year by beating them. Uh, the, the last three major tournaments that they had faced each other, the U.S. hadn't beaten Sweden and obviously had been eliminated uh, from the most recent major tournament, the Olympics, by uh, by Sweden uh, when Hope Solo, after the match, made her infamous comments about cowardice. Uh, among the Swedish women, which uh, promptly saw her suspended from the national team. You know what? She never she never played for the national team again after that. Um, nor should she. Uh, by speaking the way. of hopes, nor no, no, she. nor should she. I agree. I think I think there was also uh, as great a keeper as she was. There's a dressing room harmony and togetherness I see with this U.S. team that wasn't t- necessarily there. Uh, with her in the dressing room. Now, I'm not saying you don't want strong personalities in your dressing room uh, at a major tournament if you're trying to win it, but some personalities are too strong. Some personalities are too uh, about themselves. So well, uh, know, th- this isn't just a U.S. women's conversation. This is a conversation for any football club, you know what? any I, football team. I think if you look at the U.S. women's locker room for a minute, um, you know, there is only room for one alpha female. And it was going to be Megan Rapinoe or it was going to be Hope Solo. It, it couldn't be both of them. Yeah. I mean, they're very different personalities. But they're, 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 they come from very different places uh, in terms of the motivations behind their assertion of leadership. I would suggest Megan Rapinoe is much more about teamwork and winning and continuing to be serial winners and inclusion. And I think so, Hope Solo was much more hard-edged, much more unforgiving, uh, much more difficult personality to deal with. And I think, you know, in the shake-up, 
Hope Solo fell by the wayside by her own doing, by stupid comments, by uh, being unapologetic, by driving wedges between players and, and, and calling out people by name, about putting herself above team. Um, and I think these are the issues. I think this is why she's not there, uh, Kartik. And this is why, uh, for all of Megan Rapinoe's um, uh, swagger, and I, I, I won't say arrogance, by the way, it, because it's a terrible thing to say. You know what? Is, is Cristiano Ronaldo arrogant? Of course he is. Is Messi arrogant? Of course he is. Uh, these are the great players. You know, this is they, they're arrogant. But I wouldn't put it down to arrogance. He's swagger. Because of her swagger, I think she gets, you know, some stick. And, of course, her political bent, uh, people, uh, people love to point fingers at her. But, look, she is a team player all the way around. I don't think Hope Solo is. Yeah, I think Hope Solo, one of Hope Solo's great flaws right now is that in hindsight, she's wanting credit uh, and people's appreciation for what she accomplished and what she believes are the U.S.'s successes because of her. But the U.S. women were a successful brand before Hope Solo. They were a successful brand after her. Uh, yes, she was uh, outstanding in the 2015 World, uh, Women's World Cup. She made some mistakes in 2011, by the way, when the U.S. didn't win the title. Japan did. Um, but she, uh, in 2015, she was outstanding. No question about it. But she is, I think, at this point, trying to write history in a way that, that says, hey, they won because of me. Hey, I'm not on the team because I've been persecuted for political reasons, which, um, look, a lot of the commentary she's made about U.S. soccer, I happen to agree with. I say the same things publicly, but that doesn't excuse uh, her conduct in that dressing room. That doesn't excuse her conduct uh, in other facets around, around this. No, uh, that, doesn't team, excuse, that doesn't excuse you almost wishing for your former team but current country uh, to fail uh, as some sort of weird schadenfreude. Um, and by the way, you don't need to wipe yourself after Schadenfreude. Uh, you, 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 you know what I mean. Uh, look, I, I think she's a nasty person. I, I'm, I've never met her. I, well, actually, it's not true. I have met her. Um, I don't know her. I don't know her personally. But the sorts of uh, the sorts of attitudes and actions and commentary that she makes is someone that puts self above club. Uh, or above country in this case, because that's who they're representing. Um, despite Megan Rapinoe's desire not to sing the anthem, to protest what she sees as injustices in this country, she never puts herself above that country that she plays for. Hope Solo does. Uh, that's why Rapinoe is the leader, and Solo is on the outside looking in. Yeah, and I think uh, Rapino has a respect among her teammates that Hope Solo never developed, with, as you said, with the exception of, of, of one or two others. She's talking about causes and greater uh, 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 things in, in, in society, which is not the case uh, generally with Hope Solo. Although Hope Solo has talked about a lot of things within the soccer community, she got on that late when she already had grievances against U.S. soccer. Uh, although, again, a lot of what she says is accurate. Uh, but, you know, what's been interesting, Nick, since the match is listening to the call-in shows in the U.K., there's a lot of just unhappiness, um, anger uh, about the way the U.S. is perceived to have conducted themselves during the match, before the match, during the match, and after the match. Um, the kind of uh, 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 swagger we've talked about. And, and uh, that has struck me because um, I have a lot of sympathy for 
uh, fans in England. This, this is, again, another heartbreak in a major tournament, men's or women's. It seems to always happen at this stage in classic English fashion. Um, do you, uh, but I'm not sure about the, 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 the arrogance bordering on swagger. I guess there is a line you could cross. I'm not sure if the U.S. women have crossed it, though. Um, great question. Great comment. Great point. I just think it depends what perspective you're coming from, right? I mean, you know, do you want to show yourself? Do you want to show humility? When have the U.S. women ever showed humility? To be fair, humility is not a trait that we look for in our championship athletes or teams. Well, we like to see it. It makes great news and great press. But at the end of the day, we just want them to win. And if they win, we forgive whatever you know improprieties may have gotten them that way in terms of sportsmanship or humility, et cetera, et cetera. I think um, the British are always very quick to point out etiquette, as am I, being British. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's possible that, that they feel slightly aggrieved, that they feel like they're maybe getting their noses rubbed in it a bit. Uh, but, you know, okay, they lost. Uh, they'll get over it, and uh, they'll move on. And uh, maybe they can take this as an opportunity to uh, to somehow motivate them to become that swagger-filled uh, serial winners uh, that the U.S. women have. And there's never been a better time for it, by the way, particularly in light of the news coming out today that the Premier League are in serious discussions to take over uh, the uh, WSL in the U.K. Uh, and if that happens, uh, watch out. Club football for women will be like nothing we've ever seen before. Yeah, in fact, there's already a talk uh, that there will be double headers at, at the Etihad, at the, uh, at Old Trafford, at at, at uh, Hyber. Did I say Highbury? You the did. Emirates. Emirates. Yeah. Yes, I'm dating myself. Um, if this goes through, and that the FA is really coffee. pushing it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The ticket prices at the Emirates are uh, off the charts. But that this could revolutionize women's football. And so listening to the UK call-in shows, there was anger about the way the U.S. had conducted themselves in victory, the lack of humility. Um, you know, talking There was talk about players celebrating while English players are being interviewed on the pitch, play, celebrating in their face. There's talk of Alex Morgan's goal celebration. But there was also the talk that, hey, in four years – if this happens with WSL and the Premier League, we're going to be the team to knock off. It's just getting better and better. We're eventually going to we're eventually going to be the best side in women's football. So they've got to use this to motivate themselves. Correct. And um, they're real close. England is really close. And uh, having a better league than the United States, which I think they might already have, but they certainly will if the Premier League gets involved, I think will seal the deal. Well, and, and Nat Kartik is the great Achilles heel for the future for the American women's program. Yeah. Uh, it is the domestic league. It is the NWSL. Uh, it needs investment. It needs big investment. It needs people to take it seriously. It needs a television deal. It needs, fee- uh, it needs U.S. soccer to uh, start paying these women uh, their actual due. Uh, but most importantly, it needs sponsorship and it needs an investor. And that, without that, it will become a secondary and tertiary league like MLS is now. And you, you see the quality of play that comes out of player that comes out of MLS. Uh, the true uh, top tier players that come out of that league are few 
and far between. All right, you're listening to Fifth Street Soccer. Nick Eber and Kartik Krishnaya with you. Uh, we're going to step aside, take a break. Kartik, who we got when we come back? We've got Matt Pickens, who's the goalkeeper for Nashville SC, longtime veteran of the U.S. leagues. All right, we'll talk to Matt Pickens from Nashville when we come back here on Fifth Street Soccer. And now, today's Valero Minute. Top-tier detergent gasoline is the premier standard for gasoline performance, endorsed by seven of the world's top automakers. But why top-tier? Top-tier detergent gasoline reduces deposits on critical engine parts, which hurts engine performance. And top-tier detergent gasoline contains higher levels of cleaning additives to keep a vehicle's intake system clean, improve mileage, reduce emissions, and provide unsurpassed anti-corrosion protection. And now a word from Valero. Valero salutes you and all your finest moments. For those times you go beyond what you thought possible. Whether that looks like running that extra mile or that extra errand. For taking on a new challenge, a new adventure, or a new route to work. Wherever life's finest moments take you, get there with the finest fuel. Valero top-tier certified quality fuel. It keeps your engine running cleaner, better, and longer. Find a station near you at ValeroCleanGas.com. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Welcome back to Fist 
Soccer, Nicky Kartik with you as we are each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. Uh, great to be with you. Lots of topics to get to. We're talking, uh, obviously, the Women's World Cup. We're talking uh, Copa America. Uh, we haven't really talked about the Gold Cup, although there is a big match, I believe, coming up in Nashville, right, Kartik? Yeah, between the U.S. and Jamaica, who have played each other quite often uh, in the in the Gold Cup ladder stages. So 2015 semifinal, Jamaica won 2-1. Uh, to one, And then uh, the 2017 final, uh, the U.S. won, I believe it was 2-1. to one. I remember Jordan Morris was winning goal in that. Uh, but that was a, uh, a, a tournament that was kind of marred by, by – uh, uh, nation sending their B teams that like yeah. that off your gold cup is, but this is, these are a teams. Um, and obviously uh, Jamaica, very formidable with Leon Bailey, the, the, who has been fantastic in the Bundesliga. And I've watched him with Leverkusen uh, uh, being now uh, committing to Jamaica. Finally, after, you know, flirting with hoping he could get an England call up or a, a Germany call up. Uh, Jamaica is very formidable. Yeah. Exciting stuff. And um, uh, you know, the gold cup uh, t- to be honest, and if you've listened to this show, uh, you will know it's not my favorite tournament. But when it does get to the knockout stages, uh, it gets a lot easier. And, of course, Nashville is uh, a bit of a soccer hub these days with Nashville SC. They will be headed to Major League Soccer soon. And we're very pleased uh, to welcome to the show a Nashville goalkeeper, Matt Pickens. Matt, how are you today? I'm doing great, fellas. How are you guys doing? Uh, all right, thanks. Well, I mean, it's an exciting day. We've got uh, U.S. Jamaica. We've got the U.S. women uh, who've made it now to the finals of the uh, of the Women's World Cup. Uh, we've got Copa America, you know, in Brazil, which is getting down now to uh, the final, uh, the final semifinal in the, in the final this weekend. Lots of soccer going on, Matt. Yeah, lots of soccer going on for everybody, big and small, and of all all ages and genders. So uh, it's a good time to to be involved with it and, and you know it's exciting it's exciting to uh to be a part of it this weekend here in nashville all right yeah matt uh w- wanted to get a sense from you obviously uh you came over to nashville uh with the launch of of the usl team had a couple of really good seasons in tampa bay where i watched you closely um and maybe we'll get back to that a, a little later but what is it about nashville there's some sort of convergence of of soccer fandom there we've seen uh u.s games we've seen international friendlies we've seen international champions cup everything draw really well and it seems like this has come out of nowhere all of a sudden all these yeah. convergence of events and nashville is drawing so well yeah <clears throat> yeah i don't know what it is i know that um there's a lot of energy building in the city uh for the last couple of years um this place has been booming um a lot of companies a lot of people moving here you know there's a lot of excitement around nashville and um mls is jumping on at the right time um you know we do have a good fan base here uh, people are interested. People have an appetite for soccer. Um, not not only with the local team, but when the national team comes into town, um, you know, people come out. Crowds crowds are there. So, um, it, you know, it's a good uh, it's a good place to be. It's a good market right now. Matt, do you expect a sellout today for the game? I would think it would get pretty close to it. Uh, Nissan Stadium is is a big stadium. Uh, you know, it's an American football stadium, but. I would hope so. Um, if the weather, you know, it was just raining just a little bit ago here. So hopefully the weather doesn't shoot too many people off. But hoping for a big crowd as always. 
So uh, give us your predictions. So uh, how do you think the Gold Cup's going to end up? Uh, U.S. going to get it done? What do you think? Yeah, you know, they have the talent to get it done. I think they have the firepower to get it done. Um, you can kind of see this group kind of coming together uh, little by little. Um, I did predict earlier in the day that they were going to beat Jamaica 2-0 and then go on and beat Mexico on penalties. So I'm hoping that's the, hoping that's the case. I'm being patriotic, 4th of July and all. So, um, so that's how, you know, that's what I'm feeling. Well, you know, interestingly enough, um, you talk about a young team. They got the talent. I forget who it was I was speaking to. We were interviewing someone just a couple of uh, days ago on the show, someone involved in U.S. soccer. And, you know, the, the interesting point was that the U.S. the U.S. is a young team, and you need to look, look, look beyond these results because we're really looking more at 2026, uh, and you have to mm-hmm. take a long view, uh, which is a long view that I do, in fact, take with the U.S. team. I personally uh, really like the appointment of Greg Berhalter. I think, you know, he just needs mm-hmm. – people just need to back off and give this guy time because there is no quick fix. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah. Um, and, you know, with always a new cycle, you're going to have, you know, your core of your team to be a little bit younger um, in age for the most part. So I think this time around it's even more so. I think it's more so being um, – giving guys a chance and seeing, seeing what the next, you know, the next generation looks like, um, you know, and it does take time. You know, we got a lot of talented young players, but in order for them to, to, to reach their full capability, it's obviously got to take time and guys got to get used to each other and play in these big tournaments. I mean, this is part of the growth process. Um, test their cells. Um, it's a measuring stick for them. Um, and you can see that's what they're, you know, it's exactly what they're taking it as, um, you know, but these things take time. You just can't throw guys on the field and expect it to work, especially young guys. Hey, Matt, uh, talk to us a bit about the transition from USL to MLS, which is happening uh, right now with uh, Nashville's expansion to MLS, uh, which I believe is happening this upcoming season. Uh, what, is, you know, what are some of the internal changes happening inside the club? Um, a lot of those I'm not even privy to just cause I'm a, I'm a player coach. So, um, well, we, you know, we did announce that coach, uh, Gary Smith. So, you know, it's one step in the right direction. We got a lot of front office people in place, uh, but there's going to probably be a lot more hires I would imagine. And, and, you know, they're, they're in the background right now trying to build the roster next year and keep, keep us competitive through this USL season as well. And, you know, it's a very tough task. It's, it's, it's something that you don't deal with every year and, you know, there's not many teams that have gone through it. Um, there's there's been a few you can count on, you know, on one hand probably that have gone through a process of playing in one league and getting ready for another league. So it is tricky in that regard, and um, you know, I trust that the guys behind the scenes are are doing what they need to do to make uh, the market here successful. Do you know what the club's plans are? Do, do they plan to do an affiliate deal with MLS? Oh, pardon me, with USL, or are they going to feel their own USL team as well? Um, I think I think those are yet to be determined. Um, you know, like I said, I'm not privy to those type of uh, internal meetings, um, but there are whispers of, of, of maybe keeping some of that around um, in some capacity. I'm not sure if it's going to be next year or down the road, um, but you know, I would imagine um, us going forward, we're going to need something like that in place to you know to build you know to build the market here. Um, you know, to build players and get them games um, as they develop in their careers. 
Well, talk about developing players and developing the exposure of the game uh, to new markets such as Ma uh, Nashville. Tell us about your work with Allstate and the Day for Play. Yeah, the Day for Play um, we're doing down at the Walker Fame Park here in Nashville. Um, you know, we're just getting the kids out. Um, we're playing small-sided games today. Uh, a, bu a bunch of kids came out and played, and it, you know, it was fun to be around them. We had a uh, soccer ball recycle program where you could actually bring any old ball that you do like or new ball that you like or whatever and exchange that for a brand new Nike soccer ball. So it's, um, it was nice to see all state's commitment and um, I heard they've been doing it all around the gold cup cities. Um, and they were here today in, in Nashville and I was happy to be a part of it today. Well, that's awesome. Great work, uh, Matt, much appreciated. Really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, look, we'll, We'll follow your predictions through. So you say U.S. beats Mexico in penalties in the final. Well, penalties, yeah. We, you, you know what? If, if you get it right, we'll have you, we'll have you back on, and we'll we'll send you out a bottle of champagne to celebrate your great prediction. <laughs> <laughs> right. Absolutely. Enjoy Absolutely. the match. Great. All right, you guys. Cheers, too. Thanks right. for having me. All right, there you go. Yeah, thank you, All right. Uh, Kartik, uh, Nashville, one of those markets. Uh, you know, one of those future new markets. MLS managing to get another $200 million off an investor group to take another USL team to the quote-unquote big league. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting one because, I mean, Nashville had a uh, supporters base before they had a USL team that supported an NPSL team, their supporters' own team. Um, and just a bunch of uh, combinations have, have brought them forward to, uh, to be uh, now uh, – going to MLS, inv outside investors. It was a, it's a sexy, hot market that um, the type of market MLS likes. I know a number of fans up there and, and listen to the uh, tailgate show, uh, my friends up there in Nashville, who um, uh, you know, they, they like the access they have to the team in USL, Nick. And they're yeah. not so sure they'll still have that access no, next no, year no. when they're in the, MLS. So that, that's a whole other issue. Because once fans. you wear the, wear the weird MLS badge, you get the sort of, you know, the weird MLS arrogance, I'm not even calling it swagger, I'm going to call it arrogance that comes with it, uh, you know, where yeah. Don Garber tells you you're the greatest league in the world and that you're a major player in the transfer market and that you're a top quality league uh, when everybody knows uh, we're getting there, but we're not there yet. Uh, but so, yes, you will lose a lot of that access. And say what you want about USL, and you and I, and me in particular, Kartik, have been very critical of USL, there is a real honesty and genuineness about the franchises and their supporters within USL and within minor league soccer structure in America in general. A real genuine yeah. side to it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're soccer fans, first and foremost. I mean, that's been my experience. I used to work in the NESL, in interest of full disclosure, for those of you who are listening who don't know that, and, and work for the Fort Lauderdale Strikers as well. Um, so I, we played against Matt a lot. He usually beat us with, with the Rowdies. Uh, made, a couple, made a great penalty save, actually, in, in, in a match uh, between the Rowdies and Strikers uh, a couple of years ago uh, at Al Lang uh, Stadium. Bill Edwards there was an team, right? access. What? That was Bill Edwards' team, right? 
That was Bill Edwards' team, correct? He, he played for uh, the, the inf- famous or infamous Mr. Edwards, based on your per, your, your perspective. But, um, Nick, there is an access you get, and there is a supporters base, which is based around love of football and customs that are um, either copied from abroad uh, or brought from abroad by immigrants that you find at USL matches that we used to find at NASL matches. You still see it NPSL, UPSL matches in this country. Uh, and hopefully it needs some matches when they launch that you just don't find at MLS matches. It's just, um, it's different. Uh, MLS is kind of very corporate and static and American sportsy. Um, and uh, lower division soccer still has that very soccer feel. Supporter uh, let, let me point out the biggest difference. MLS doesn't give a rat's behind if you enjoy it or not. Okay. You will enjoy it because we say you will enjoy this. We will tell you what you will enjoy. Uh, we will tell you how to enjoy it. They're like the Gestapo of modern fo- of professional football. But, you know, USL, very much a more genuine product. And, and, and I know I sound biased, but, you know, the supporters get access to the team. They care what the supporters f- think and what the supporters want because, you know what? If they get five, 6,000 people a game, they need that to break even, and they can't afford to have 2,000 people again a game because they're mad about who the coach is or the performance of the team. That's the difference. That's the main difference, uh, and it's such an important difference. You have to listen to your supporters because ultimately supporters always think they own the team even if they don't. All right, Fifth Street Soccer, Nick and Kartik. We'll be right back to wrap it up after this. Don't go anywhere. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. 
travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. I want to thank, thank Matt Pickens from Nashville SC coming on and chatting with us a little bit about football in Nashville, the U.S.-Jamaica game, and of course his Allstate Day for Play, a very worthy campaign, and we thank Allstate for doing that. Um, Kartik, we've got a, we're not on the air tomorrow because it's July 4th, because everybody needs a day off. Um, but Friday, we've got so much to preview, it's crazy. Yeah, Women's World Cup final, obviously including the U.S., uh, Gold Cup final, and a Copa America final, including the host Brazil. So, uh, and, and two of the biggest brands in football, the U.S. women and the uh, Brazilian men. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, and and, and uh, can they be beaten? The swagger. Now, also, probably talking in that Copa final, if, if Brazil wins the Copa, even though it's at home, do they have their swagger back? Uh, it's going to be a fun show. Well, they've got a really good team, though. I mean, you know, there, there's a number of articles. A great article, actually. I think it's in oh, is it either ESPN or BBC. I mean, saying, is, is this one of the best seller sales we've seen in years? And, you know, if you look at this Brazilian team, uh, it pretty much has to be. Yeah, player for player, uh, they're really good, particularly in attacking positions. And then obviously they're fullbacks. I mean, you still worry a little bit about central defense and about um, central midfield. But uh, along along the wings and then up front, uh, they are fantastic. Think about it. Jesus is keeping Firmino out of the first 11. I mean, what a luxury to have both those guys. Yeah, crazy stuff. Well, we'll be talking about it all uh, right here on Fifth Street Soccer once again. Uh, We're with you every Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Of course, not tomorrow. It's July 4th, so almost every Monday through Friday. Uh, But we'll preview the finals, Gold Cup, Women's World Cup, uh, the Copa America. We'll preview the third-place games. Be sure to tune in Friday, 6 p.m., right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, uh, Sirius XM FC at 211. Until then, folks, enjoy the football. Have a great holiday. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. And we'll speak to you then. Cheers.